Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, po po I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, drop them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a new catchphrase, don't worry. Whoa. Don't worry, it's not a new catchphrase, that just came over me because, you know, obviously, it's what's known. Yeah. As Wall Weekend, it's been Wall Weekend. It's, it's Wall Weekend, absolute... which is the weekend that the, 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 the new series of the Wall commences. So I'm yeah. feeling, I am feeling very wally at the moment, yeah. and that that yeah. was why I had to say that. It was great, wasn't it? I mean, we can't really give too good. much away because there are spoilers and that. People might not have watched it yet, or they might well, want to go on. to, I mean, to iPlayer and watch it now. This is but... going out like two days after yeah, do, afterwards. You don't think we should. I, I think it was just an absolutely classic episode. It had everything you could absolutely hope for. <laughs> well, in an I felt. Of the war. I personally felt it. You're right. The drama was insane. In fact, as a matter of fact, the way I did it was because they started late. I hope it's not going to be nine fifteen every um, Saturday. I, I, I think it is. I well, it is now. so so me and Len decided to watch it in the morning. So we series linked mm. it. Mm-hmm. I promised him I wouldn't watch it alone. And this morning, cup of tea, dressing gown, slippers, bang, the wall, right? The wall, early morning wall. All yeah. Early morning wall. And the way Len watches the wall, he's got a system for it, is that <laughs> okay. he stays on his feet, right, throughout the whole 45-minute oh, episode, right? Yeah. Pacing, pacing, yeah. walking round in circles, sometimes towards the telly, sometimes yeah. backwards. He is animated throughout, like... I was quite tired Sunday morning, so I was lounging. I was still emotionally engaged, but he watches it sort of like a punter watching the Grand National. It's like action viewing, isn't it? Action sort of viewing, thing. non-stop. Yeah. It's a very big animated sort of experience. So, so I'm watching him as much as I'm um, watching the show because his his responses to things are amazing. Yeah. Um, but the, the, that's the, that's the beauty of the ball. It's a genuine emotional roller coaster it takes you on every week doesn't it I don't think anyone who's watched it properly can't love it you just can't not love it because it's just so good because every time the thing is nothing ever predictable happens do you know what I mean yeah like let's say you're watching fucking university challenge right straight away you see oh these cunts they've got the better of the other cunts because they got yeah. a couple of fucking eggheads on their team. They know bloody it's everything. Within five minutes, can't you? And you yeah. know straight away, this is boring, right? Mm. Um, you know who's won, so you switch oh, over. Oh, right? oh, like watching Spurs versus Manchester United. Like watching Spurs versus Manchester United. I mean, Gary Neville called it really. No, believe me, Martin, this lot of dumb. You can tell by the body language. They give it. There is no chat, no chance whatsoever. They're not interested. <laughs> but with the wall, it's impossible. The, the structure of the game is such that it's impossible for it to ever just peter out, right? Yeah. 
the twists and the turns are incessant. It's genius. Yeah. The contract. My daughter walked into the room just at the point where Danny Dyer tipped the tore-up contract out of the tube. And she went, what? Did they, (laughs) last year, was the tore-up contract in pieces out of the tube? I can't remember because that was... That was one, the visual, that is just a stroke of genius, wasn't it? As it fluttered out like confetti. Did he say, in the last series, did he say at the beginning, like he did last night, have you got the balls to take no. on the wall? No, no that's, that's the new catch yeah. which was spotted by my son. Yeah, he just that's went. why it's gone 9.15pm. We were watching that really tense. A bit like, mm. I suppose, when a new Star Wars film comes out. Like and you know you get it, yeah. the crawl, right? Mm. And then you get the first scene, and sometimes in the cinema... There'll be something quite dramatic or new or surprising in the first couple of scenes. As you look to your with, I'll like look mm. to my missus and go, oh, well, you know, <laughs> see uh, Luke's got a robot hand now or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like when new season yeah. The Wall started because he goes, have you got a ball? Take on the wall. Yeah. And Len just looked at me and he went, oh, new catchphrase there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why That's why it's gone post-Watershed, I think. Yeah. But, but um, I but- think that I felt... I think you're right, generally, it was an episode that had it all. Apart, apart from, from a studio audience. Apart from a studio it's, audience, it's, which is a shame. It's COVID wall, isn't but it? as we've discovered, that yeah. studio audience are all Polish people who don't understand a I fucking a word of what's happening. What's going and on. they sit no. through all the walls, not just Dyer's British wall, but they have to watch the American wall, the, the German wall. wall, the fucking Dutch wall. Icelandic right? wall. Icelandic <laughs> wall, right? They have to, And the same fuckers just have to sit there, right? Yes, we watch now. We watch world programs. Strange. It's, it's, it's boosted the Polish GDP by about seven eight percent. Yeah, well, that's the bullshit. Because as soon as there was a fucking contract out to build a gigantic wall that balls could drop down, right? Balls. <laughs> the fucking the poles, of course, not one up quick it. smart and fucking undercut everyone. And fair play to them. <laughs> um, they, you know, they are industrious and efficient people. Um, but, yeah, so that's usual. So I, what I was going to say was I, I felt Danny was restrained. I thought it was a restraint. It wasn't like, he wasn't in fifth gear. He was yeah. great. He was great. Don't get me wrong. But he wasn't full Danny yet. And I yeah. think that he probably, I, I reckon they film two, three episodes a day for starters. And I reckon yeah. he probably thinks, let's leave some in the tank. Like, uh, well, there's no I, point I going full dire straight away. I don't know whether they they broadcast them in order. I think that one was, yeah. was scheduled last night because it was such a great episode. Yeah, Do you know I what agree. I mean? I don't know if, if you get yeah, him in the He made no mention order, of, like, we're back or anything no, like no, that. No, and he, but I think maybe he needs that, that dumbfounded studio audience to bounce off. And they I tell there. you what, I felt, and this isn't a criticism, to me it just adds to his legendary status... I thought one of the reasons he might have been a bit restrained was that he mm. did look heavily hungover. Yes, he did. He's put a little <laughs> bit of weight on during COVID, hasn't he? He's put a bit of timber on. <laughs> the, the, it, the hair's it, slicked back. It, the, the new hairdo is really like, he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to become one of those blokes and just slicks his hair back. With it, looked quite, it looked quite sweaty, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, it looked really like, like he'd been in a nightclub in a basement. Well refreshed. And yeah. it just stumbled out and like, oh, fuck, I've got to go through the wall, right? All of which, by the way, adds to, I mean, you know, you don't, I kind of don't want Danny to be any other way, but mm. he had bags under his eyes. He had yeah. a lot of stubble. 
His hair was the, a new lockdown slick back, almost Ray Reardon esque. <laughs> Big double breasted do- suit, no tie, like someone who's just come in from a lap dancing club on a stag. Speaking of which, he's still doing the thing where he looks the women up and down. Women contestants. <laughs> okay, baby. Well, yeah. Listen, the two women were very attractive. They were. They were the, indeed. Yeah. The the slimmer one, who I think was the younger one, especially the one who we got to see running around the studio in a very small play the suit. I believe it's called. Was unbelievable, yeah. and I, yeah. I think that might have been another reason why. Um, Danny was a little bit sort of. I think he was a bit distracted. Hold on, I better fucking. I better hold back here. This could go very badly wrong. This fucking Irish Doris has turned up wearing next to nothing. She's in her fucking negligee. I need to concentrate in case I get this very very wrong. Yeah, I can't fucking lose this contract. Right, I've got a big, I've got a whopping tax bill fucking due in January. Right, and the end of contract. Trust me. The Ender's contract, that's going elsewhere. I won't say where, but believe me, I've got my overheads, right? But um, <laughs> but the, obviously she was, I mean, as the show went on, I became more and more captivated by her beauty. <laughs> but then the other one, um, their sister was in the room and I was looking at her and she was less obviously attractive, if you see what I mean. Don't mean that rudely, but less kind because of... Because she was wearing glasses. Head turning. <laughs> but she was really gorgeous too. She, yeah, had a be- she had a beautiful face, right? And uh, and then all of their relatives were. This was a, a yeah. very attractive female Irish if, family. If we were the kind of men that were still triggerable, I would imagine that we'd have been... It was a highly triggery family, which was just the icing yeah. on the cake of a brilliant episode. It was. They, they also claimed at the beginning that they had 15 children between them. Did I, I hear thought that I right? heard that. Yeah, I thought I heard that. But then, did the one with the glasses not say that she only had three? Which well, then that meant that the other the one had 12. One, the little one who only looks about fucking 25, right? She's got 12 and kids. Does not look like she's got the physical capacity to knock out one kid, no. let alone fucking 12. She does not have childbearing hips. She was a no, slip I, of a woman, right? I thought I'd misheard that. Well, I heard it and Len did too. He was like, 15 kids between them? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, it must be a seven and an eight situation. I mean, they're Irish, so I can only assume they're Catholic Irish. And that's <laughs> no, quite common. They have lots of kids. Yeah, I mean, my dad was one of eight. He was from a family like that. He's one of eight. They're all, I mean, they're, they're nonstop. So yeah. it's not that surprising. But it was surprising that between them, they look too young to have sired three, 15 yeah. children. Well, I might one go of back them, and watch it again. One of them was, in the, in the, uh, was one of the spectators. Yes. But anyway... I think probably Danny was like, I mean, it would that, you know, well, she's a lovely Doris and she's turned out. <laughs> I mean, I don't, what, what would you call that? Sweetheart, what you're wearing there? Is it a dress or is it a, uh, what is that? A gym jams or I don't know. <laughs> uh, but it was fucking the drama of how it unfolded, the way they yeah. went. She kept getting one pounds. Yeah. It then, fucking... oh, it was just amazing. And I was, and then, well, if we don't want to do spoilers, I won't say what happens in the end, but I didn't see it coming, what happened at the end. Yeah. But that bit when they have to face each other, I don't know how the one who knows how much money they've won yeah. can keep a straight face. Well, when, when the other one says, I tore up the contract, and she's yeah. just poker face. I don't because know how what do she's that. done, what she's then, she's, she's being told in no... Mm. It, you know, in 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 a, indirectly being told 
precisely how much money she's just fucking got for yeah. nothing in her And then pocket. she has to stand right. there and, and slowly explain what happened and, and how. But, but listen. <laughs> it's fucking great. Like, how? That is world-class acting. Right? I don't care. You can watch Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, any of those people, Donald right? Donald Trump. Gene Hackman. The, you know, the greats. Alf Ramsey, right? The great performers, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, by the way, someone sent me a... Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. It was an old... It was an old racehorse list. It was a whole... whole uh, oh, fucking... What, what did you... You know, like, a list of horses from a race from, like, yeah. 19 fucking 18 or something. Right. And, and someone said, this sounds like it's come straight out the imagination of Chris Morris, right? Because they were right. all fun names. I can't remember any of them. But then what someone else tweeted in response was that famous scene of the horse race out of Brass Eye. And yeah, I, I always... I always remember day day. I always remember like it, the massive bereavement being one of the names yeah. of the horses. That's the main one I remember. But one I've forgotten, which was very TFTM centric, yeah. was one of them's called Alf Ramsey's Sex Dungeon. It's porn, porn dungeon. dungeon. Alf Ramsey's yeah. porn dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, Did but, you yeah. know? Did you know there's a wall board game now? You can play yeah. the wall. Yeah, it's been sent home. to me by a couple of people. Uh, on Twitter, so thanks for alerting me. Me and Len saw it, went straight on to try and buy it. It's not on Amazon. I prefer, right. personally, uh, I tr- I'm trying not to buy from Amazon because obviously it's an evil, evil uh, it's, it's organisation. It? Yeah. Um, but, mate, it's so convenient, isn't it? I know, yeah. Like the one-click situation. Stuff comes the next day, doesn't it? Oh, it just turns up and you're like, yeah, sorted. Whereas, you know, some this place, was it was available at the toy shop Smith's but spelt yeah. with a Y, Smythes. Yeah. And I thought, fucking hell, this is the only place it's available. But then it's like, do you have an account? No. Right, set all this up. Fucking hell, all right. So I'm on the on the phone typing it in. Then I'm a bit got the ump already, but I couldn't help myself. It was an impulse buy, like those Instagram purchases I made earlier in the year. Oh, you've gone like, for it then, yeah? No, no, no. Because I went through all this bollocks, having realised Amazon don't do it. And then right at the last minute, not even PayPal. No, we want your credit card. Go upstairs, you lazy bastard. Get your wallet. Get out a credit yeah. card and type all the fucking numbers in. Fuck that. Couldn't no way. It. Uh, it's a fucking annoying. No wonder fucking Bezos is winning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Bezos, but- has, Bezos has fucking worked out like the fucking base. People sit around and like talk about marketing, don't they? The science, like it's a yeah. fucking science. Bezos is like fuck that, right? Let them just make it so they're able to buy something that they just haven't even thought through properly with one fucking click. There's a buy it now button. There's a buy it now button. Press that. I've got their money. Yeah. If you start asking them to do anything more than press one button once, right, Mm. you are going to lose yourself. Not millions, not tens of millions, hundreds of millions of pounds a year. Yeah. That's the only marketing technique you need. And he's fucking right. It is. He is. He's got you. I'm going to buy the wall board game. It's twenty two ninety nine. I'm going to buy it tonight because we're recording this Sunday evening. From Smythe's. Well, well I'm going to make the effort because I'll tell you what, this is going to be out of stock in a couple of weeks. This will be get- a Christmas big seller that you just can't get for love nor money. You're going to be sat there, mate. Are you going to do it on your laptop or your phone? On my laptop. I've got the screen it- in front of me now. Do it on your laptop because at least then typing in the credit card details is exactly. easier. 
I think well, I've you got might even have saved on Google. Yeah, yeah. do it, Sam. You've got to get it because you're not going right. to get it in two weeks. Because everyone's right, going to get wolf. No, either. yeah, you're you're right, mate. I'm being a wally. I was I got angry this morning because I was trying to buy it while the TV show was on, mm. so I was distracted. Uh, and then mainly we'll by do, that Doris. What we'll do once we're allowed to be in the same room together and etc. etc. We'll do an episode of the wall using the board game and we'll put it out I for the. We'll for fucking the stream it. Like we did that Euros, Euro 96 game yeah. in the summer. We're going to fucking stream it and you can all watch us doing it on YouTube. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Hey, while we're talking about buying stuff online, I, I don't know if this is a recent thing or not. Other people might be aware of it. I've just become aware of it. Sometimes if you go on eBay... And you look at something you want to buy and you put it in the watch for later sort of section. Oh, yeah. Or if you just look at it and you don't even do anything. Yeah. Sometimes they'll send you an email saying that the price has dropped. Do you still want to buy it? Hello, cunt. See, you've yeah. been looking at a new cheese grater. Yeah. Still thinking uh, about yeah. it, are you? Yeah. Well, that's four quid off. What do you think <laughs> about that? I got last night, or I think it was last night, I was looking at... The uh, the Ken Burns Vietnam War documentary series oh, yeah. that was on a few months yeah. ago last yeah, year. Yeah, I didn't watch so it, fan- but everyone was I going fancy buying about that. It, yeah. And uh, thirty nine quid for the DVD. I thought, well, you know, let's just see because this thing had happened to me a couple of times. I thought, let's put this to the test. Woke up this morning, email. You fancy that for thirty quid instead of thirty nine? Do you mind? Like, like a bit of Ken Burns, do you? Morning, yeah. Vietnam. Morning, cunt. Uh, like a bit of Ken Burns. Got a thing yeah. for the Vietnam, have you? Well, you like the, sm- you like the smell of a bargain first thing in the morning, do you, mate? <laughs> yeah. There you well, go. Fucking lucky for you, mate. We've and knocked nine quid off it. Nine quid off? That's 25%. Bang. Bought it. This is eBay, yeah? So look this at something on eBay. Yeah. Maybe if you watch in, it. Yeah. If you logged into your eBay account, you have a look or you put it on your watch thing. Chance, if it's a buy it now thing, chances are they'll come back at you. I'm going to fucking binge on that tonight. I'm just going to go through eBay mm. looking at loads of shit that I might half consider buying. Set them all up and wait for the, wait for the counter office to come in. So I'm, I'm going on a walking weekend in Wales next weekend. Right. Um, I'm, you know, as long as I can keep it COVID safe, which I think I've got mm. a strategy to. Walking um, about can't be that hard, can it? Eh? Yeah, I'm walking about, about. But I've got to get there in a car with my cousin who's go, who I'm going right. with. But what I'm hoping is, is the ideal situation is that we both get tested before we go. Because okay. we're only going to come into contact with each other. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere in the Brecon Beacons, right? right? Uh, but anyway, so I've been on, um, it's called M&M Direct. It's like Sports Direct. And it's all like dead stock. You know, they buy yeah. up off other shops. Oh, fucking I'm familiar hell. with it, yeah. It's fucking good, mate. Well, they've got COVID tests on there. No, I got some waterproof <laughs> trousers and a fleece. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, but now I'm like, I've got loads of other shit in my basket and it's calling out to me. I mean, I'm well, only going walking for one day in the Bre- Brecon Beacons, but well, 
in a way, I sort of feel as if I need to buy every piece of equipment possible. I mean, you know, when you take up the hobby of walking or hiking, as I like to call it, <laughs> it's just a fucking walk. But if you call it a hike, it's it sounds about, better. It? Yeah. yeah, let's go for a walkabout. No, it's not a walk, mate. It's a hike. No, it's a walk. No, it's a hike, mate. Look, I've got waterproof trousers on, ain't I? <laughs> but it's a fucking classic middle-aged man thing to do to yeah. do it and then start getting really into buying the shit. Yeah, and I could, I, I could do that, yeah. Definitely. I sneer at people like the cycling community, the middle-aged cycling community, and, yeah. and it, as you, you know my feelings on golf, and I look at these women, I think, you fucking nutters. You just spe- it's just like you've fucking invented a new reason to spend money on shit, right? <laughs> but now, I, then I'm sat this morning, right, in bed on my phone on M&M Direct thinking... <laughs> Who's the cunt now? You're about to buy a load You've of fucking sucked in. You're trying. You're about to buy some fucking like walking gloves. <laughs> Not gloves, mate. Special walking gloves. Walking gloves. Yeah, they they they're wicked in case you have to sort of suddenly start walking on your hands <laughs> or clambering up the side of a mountain. Yeah, yeah. You've just fallen down the side of. Well, yeah, I've learned one lesson from the last... I've done... This will be the third walk I've done, like, hike mm. with my cousin. Hike. And the main lesson I've learned, because we run into a bit of trouble on both of them, mm. is take some fucking Mars bars with you. Right. Yeah. Because, like, we we got into a bit of a state up a fucking yep. cliff in the Isle of Wight in February, and I had to hide under a bush because it was so windy. And I was freaking out a bit. And then he it was so windy, we couldn't hear each other. And he found me under this bush. And this bush, it was like a sanctuary from what felt like a fucking uh, typhoon. Hell. Right? And I was... And suddenly it was just like you climbed under this bush and the wind just stopped and it was perfectly quiet. And yeah. everything was still and it felt just wonderful. And just then, and then I, I'd been calling out to him because he hadn't seen me. I've been calling out, but there was no chance of him hearing me. And then eventually he'd obviously just found me and he crawled under the bush with me. And he was panting, he went, fucking hell, it's brilliant in here. It felt like being in Claridge's. It was only a bush, but it felt like I was in the world's greatest hotel. That's how <laughs> lovely it was once I got in this bush. And then he just Doesn't went... It like fun. He opened his rucksack, he went, do you want a Mars bar, mate? And he got out a fucking, like, 12-pack of fun-sized Mars bars. And I fucking ate about three of them on the trot. <laughs> like a bear. <laughs> and if he hadn't had those... If he hadn't had those Mars bars on him, I think I'd have been quite happy to have just curled up and died under that and bush. Died. Yeah, mm. yeah. I accept your fears. And you're off to do it again. Yeah. In <laughs> the worst time of year, October, in the Black Mountains of Wales, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Some yeah. some things, the idea of walking and getting exercise appeals to me, but yeah. the idea of those kind of conditions. You're in a better part of the country, mate. I mean, where you are, you're fucking, you're probably like twenty minutes drive away from some of the greatest walks in Europe. Guess so. I yeah, Northumberland's got that plenty just, of that going on. That could on. just yeah. be my ignorance of the north, but I assume that you know you just have to go up the road and there's extreme beauty. Well, I've got like I've got a ten minute drive to the beach. I like to go down and walk along the beach. Yeah. And it's like a five-kilometre walk from Roker to Whitburn and back. And I do that with some good That's music. That's a really nice walk. Don't and get too you, near the edge of the little, cliffs, though, or anything like very, that. Very little chance of dying. 
Good. You, know, you can check the tides before you go. You know you'll be all right. I mean, from an economic point of view, it would be like a real blow to me if you fell off a cliff and died because, you know... Well, I, I often think about this about you as well. We're both in a very <laughs> precarious position, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Please don't fall off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, be careful out there, mate. <laughs> can I if just I read die. out yeah. from the wall board game what the contents are? Just yeah. to see if it excites you at all. Uh, contents. The wall game unit. Uh, that's the wall itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game <Hey>. unit. <laughs> You'll be uh, Kids, where's the wall game unit? <laughs> you can't play the wall without the game unit. Um, 110 question cards. That doesn't feel like enough. That doesn't feel no, like enough. it doesn't. Um, drop slot and double up cards. Yeah. Uh, money zone strips. <laughs> four, f- times four balls. Only four balls. Only four doesn't make Stingy. sense. Score pad. Mm. Times six contract holder tubes. That's really weird. How many weird. contract holder tubes do you need? You only need one, don't you? I reckon that you can have six, six teams, 12 people, and there's six people in isolation all at once yeah. during the game. Six contracts. Yeah. Because if not, it it's, would be silly. Because you'd just be playing yeah. one team, it'd be boring. It says, yeah, it says for two to six players. Mm. Well, you could have twelve, really, couldn't you? If it's teams of two, you could have twelve. Six yeah. contract all the tubes. I'm getting it. I'm I'm sold. The minute this episode I'm finishes, I'm getting sold. it too. I'm gonna get sticking, it tonight. Sticking with Danny Dyer. After I watched the wall last night, um, I don't know if you're aware of this on Sky Arts. Mm. If you've got Sky Arts, uh, it was on about a week or so ago. Danny Dyer on Harold Pinter. Oh, yes. Ah, well, I know that he was a big friends with Pinter. Pinter yeah. basically gave him his break, didn't he? He did. Pinter, Pinter cast him in a couple of things when he was about 20. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about that and his relationship with him and um, how he kind of uh, drifted away from him a little bit before he died and all this sort of thing. But you've got Danny Dyer describing Harold Pinter's players. And he's got, it's a bit where he says, he's talking about Pinter's first play of the room, which opened... Yeah in London in about 1958 I think and closed again a week later right. and he says the room closed after a week because the critics all hated it the slags <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit there's a bit where he's talking about there's a bit where he's talking about Pinter's, Pinter's Jewish heritage and he goes down to Cable Street and he's talking about the, uh, oh, the battle yeah. of Cable Street yeah, Oswald yeah. Mosley the melt the melt <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he's that talking about. Great. I saw that clip. Yeah, he's talking about Pinter's work, and he says, he says uh, something like, uh, "There's a sense of doom throughout Pinter's world." Knock, knock. Who's there? Chances are, it's a stranger who wants to rip your head off. <laughs> you know what? It's Dyer. Fucking great. There's that. Um, there's a, there's a few supercuts of Dyer in his like what I consider like his prime. Before he was in EastEnders, and he did yeah. quite a few BBC Three documentaries. The football and, hooligan stuff. Yeah, there was the football hooligan ones, and then there was also the Aliens one, which is fucking oh, sensational. Like the I UFO. Seen that. Yeah, well, I I've never seen it all the way through, but all you need to do is watch the supercut because that is right. enough, really. But I what I realise is all, I now he's done Pinter. To be honest. Mm. I'd, if there was a subscription Danny Dyer channel and there was Danny Dyer mm. doing documentaries about any subject, Danny Dyer's Vietnam War, I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Anything what I mean? Anything through the prism of Danny Dyer, yeah. 
Danny Dyer on global warming, it'd be fucking great. And sit and subjects that it's difficult to connect with people on, right? So say global, say COVID. I mean, there's a mm. lot of nutters out there still going. Yeah, not even real. It's a conspiracy by the government, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I there's an old mate of mine who keeps sending me fucking videos like that, right? Oh, has he turned? Oh, he he's been like it for a turned. while. So I've sort of shit. And he, and he, he sends these things, and in a way, I find it a bit aggressive and obnoxious that he sends me these things because they'll always be with a message going, "You must read this for your kid's sake," right? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> and the other day, I became sort of curious, I suppose, or I was bored, so I clicked on one. I hadn't bothered watching most of them, and I thought most of the time when I've watched conspiracy theories, like ones about nine eleven, for instance, that night, that loose change film, they are convincing because good conspiracy theorists have convincing narratives. Well, yeah, right? it's in their interest, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. and, and and there's something interesting in itself about that, because even if you don't believe in it, you're sort of, it's interesting to see how they construct their story, right? Mm. And how they use selective evidence to back it up. And I expected to see something like that, but no, every clip is just some bloke who looks a bit like Piers Corbyn, right? <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn's insane brother, just sitting it's there. Fair, it's fair to call him insane, yeah. In, he's sitting there in his fucking front room with a bookshop on him, offering up no evidence whatsoever other than kind of really far-fetched sort of, believe me. And it's all this sort of like a little nod and a wink, like, I'm not going to tell you, but trust me, right? Trust me. This is big, right? And not even... Boris Johnson's got no idea what's happening. Donald Trump has got no idea what's happening. Those people are just puppets, the people who have created this have been planning it for a long time and it's going to get much worse unless we act now. Trust me, right? And I'm thinking, is that it? Trust you, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You just said some stuff. What have you got? Where's your evidence? Exactly. You can't just a say wink stuff. And a nod. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. Oh, all right then, mate. Because there's people who don't believe in that or people who are either don't believe in or are just bored of hearing about global warming, Dyer can do it all. When Dyer speaks, yeah. people listen. He can connect. Well, this is it. Well, it, he, went, he went on Good Morning Britain, didn't he? He, called, he described the other Cameron as a twat. Where's yeah. that twat Cameron hiding? Yeah. He set yeah. all this up. Where is he? He went, he went he's sitting there with his trotters up. <laughs> his trotters up, yeah. He's always on about trotters. <laughs> <laughs> with his trotters up. <laughs> David, yeah. I can't imagine David Cameron with like trotters. With actual trotters, yeah, yeah. Dainty not, little not trotters. So there we are. Uh, that's about it, Sam, for this one. I've just Should got to run through the scores. The, um, the scores yeah, on the doors. Yeah, I'm just going to run through that at the end. Uh, mm. Not a great weekend for me or results, but two points each. Uh, you managed to get five points. <laughs> correctly predicted Swansea two, Millwall one. Nice. Uh, I mean, you predicted a West Ham win as well, but not 3-0, just 1-0. No, not even no one, I no saw that. No one saw that coming. And then no one saw uh, Man United 1, Spurs 6 either, but that's been that kind of weekend. Did you watch Leeds-Man City last night? I watched the second half, yeah. Well, they were just going at each other, non-stop fucking in the pouring rain. It was like it, fucking porn, Sam. It, it, it was, was like football it, porn. It was like um, a Rocky film. Yeah. when Rocky and the other bloke are just smashing each other I think Gary Neville said that, forth. didn't he? He said, this is like Rocky and Apollo Creed. Yeah, yeah. Just bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Oh, man, great. it was so good. It didn't deserve to finish 1-1. should have been 4-4, but there you are. 
Uh, yeah, that's it from us for this one. We're back with more shit throughout the week. Uh, hope you tune in or whatever it is you do. Yeah, da- download called. from your fucking web app. Yeah, you if fucking you've got nerd. anything, <laughs> if you've got anything you want us to sort out in life logistics, get that into the usual sources, yeah. and we'll sort that out and choose it for you. Uh, all right, TTFN tickets. TTFN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.